The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to another show of Strike Point. Yes, this is a live show. My name is David Naylor, and as normal, my co-host is Michael Dimnib. Are you there, matey? Oh, yeah, I am. Um, just got back the other day from a nice conference in uh, London, uh, the Internet Marketing Summit, uh, or the International Internet Marketing Summit, I think it's called. Um by, uh, that is hosted by WebCircle. Uh, Andy Kruger, you probably met around some of the conferences, very prominent in the business. And um, so this conference was very much focused on international issues. So I was there talking about uh, international search reputation management. And there was some other interesting speakers. However, and now, you know, I'm, I don't I don't mind admitting my mistakes. And right now I'm going to admit probably one of the biggest mistakes I ever made, at least in traveling. I was really, really stupid. Anyway, I was going to London for this conference, and I had my ticket booked in good time, my flight. Um, and it, then just a couple of days before going there, I just checked up on some papers, finishing up my presentation, and then I looked at my flight plans that I printed out right after I, I, I booked them. I looked at them and I... Stockholm? Why is the flight going to Stockholm? <laughs> I had to check it again, and I went to my email, went to my, my, my airline. I don't know what has happened in my brains that day because I booked a flight to Stockholm. And uh, there was I, like, a couple of days before the conference, and I could only go there in the morning, going home in the evening, because I had business uh, the day before and the day after. And it was a one-day conference, so I was supposed to do that. But my session was like at 10.05. Oh, so even just getting a flight on a two, three-day notice to London can be really difficult. Getting in early, out late, is almost impossible. However, it, I did actually manage to find a seat with the British Airways on a flight that was supposed to land at Heathrow at 9. So that would give me one hour <laughs> to get on stage in, in the British Library. <laughs> But I made it. I made it like 10 minutes before I was supposed to get on, and they were like five minutes late or something. So they were perfect. I, you know, got time to cool down, got a Coke and stuff. So everything actually worked out pretty well, except I had to go back home at 2 o'clock because that was the only time I could get back. So I was like, I was there for like uh, uh, four hours. And, of course, the ticket, instead of being something like 100 pounds, it ended up being something more like 800 pounds. <laughs> yeah, it can... It- it can soon ramp up. <laughs> it does ramp up. And of course, the first ticket, which was actually pretty cheap, it was probably around £100 or something, uh, of course, was non-refundable. And of course, at that time, it would have been anyway. So, yeah, so that's admitting uh, me admitting to, to one of my most stupid mistakes, I guess. But I did get there, and, and, and I hope I did a good presentation, got some good feedback. And, uh, and all in all, I think it was a really good, interesting conference, a part that I... I managed to take part of. I had a really good chat with um, a guy called I, now I don't know if I pronounce his name correctly. Min Sui, I think his name is. Um, if you're out there listening and I didn't pronounce your name correct, I'm sorry about that. But uh, Min is uh, the senior product manager f- um, for the commercial product department of Baidu. Um, so it was really interesting talking to him about um, the stuff they're doing down there and uh, and the amazing dominance they have on 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 the Chinese market that is almost close to the kind of dominance we see in some European uh, countries from Google. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, you were away last week. I was. I was um, at the SEO Moz Pro SEO conference. Yeah. I was speaking there, and I did my 
I had to do a, a doom and gloom of Google and what they were going to do, and then the next day they launched Google Local, and that was pretty much half of my deck of slides that I actually said, this is what they're going to do. It's going to be really evil. It's going to be it's going to be absolutely awful. And everyone was like, when do you think they'll do this? And I'm like, I don't know, tomorrow, a month, a year, who knows? It's Google. And it turned out to be tomorrow, and it's not been very nice, really. It's... Uh, been a little bit upsetting in the UK just recently. Um, <laughs> but you're but yeah. always upset in the UK. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's it, it, the thing about it is, is the for, I've got a, a what I class as like a standard user profile. Something that, from an SEO point of view, um, it's what I think a typical user would have set up as a browser. So I've searched in Google Local and I've searched for like hotels and it's come up with that box. I use searching for local and I've typed in my where my local address is and stuff like this. So they've cookied me on that. So I always get if they say, if the keyword's local, then I'll get local searches and stuff like this. What's really, really kind of like annoyed me is things like even if I search for things like car insurance, I get local maps. And the big one as well. So I'll get two organics and the rest is local. If I search for insurance, I get the same car insurance. I get the same mortgages. I get mortgage brokers. It's just one thing after another. All I'm getting is local, 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 local. Um, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is – when I go to my SEO machine, I don't see it so badly. But as a normal user machine that's, like, signed into Google and they've profiled that machine – it's horrendous. It's it's scaring the willies out of me. Um, <clears throat> I'm getting things like, uh, this is why I was going on the whole rant about Review Center earlier on today. I'm getting reviews in PPC ads. And it's like, now I'm trying to get hold of one of my clients to find out, are they actually doing this or not? Because as soon as they the, the ads came on, the, the next thing happens, I click on the reviews, and all of a sudden over the last week, they've had re- you know I mean, three really bad reviews. And it's only three out of maybe 70 or 80 reviews, but it's obvious what's going on. You know what I mean? It's, it's like a competitor scene. It clicked it, three bad reviews, one after another, when the next 30 or 40 are all good reviews. You know what I mean? It's like, and it's just unbelievable. I'm like, why would you, you know what I mean? Why would you, A, allow Google to show, these are the reviews. I'm paying for this advertisement. You know what I mean? These reviews are here. Um, you click on the reviews, and what do they show you? The review websites and your competitors. They don't give you a link back to your own website. You know what I mean? It do, I don't know if it actually counts as a PPC click or not, but once I've gone to those reviews, I, I'm on like places like the Review Center. When I click on the link, I go to Review Center, and it's just got like 30 or 40 bloody AdSense blocks. You know what I mean? Just URLs all over the place. Buy this from here. Buy this from here. None of my client stuff it's just all competitors i'm like why it's why would i allow this you know what i mean so i was kind of you like did, you didn't <laughs> you didn't allow no it. i know no i didn't so i mean it's like the, i mean i've got the fire out emails today saying right okay i don't want to do this but let's get legal on it you know what i mean it's like this is crazy um so i do apologize to the people that are going to be getting um, some nasty letters, but hey, you know what I mean. It's cleaning up your shit. Um, don't allow it to happen. Uh, we we want logs, we want IP addresses, and we're going to take it to the nth degree. And it's like, hello, welcome to my world. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I'm not. I think I'm there's not a stepping. I mean, I, I, there's always been brand uh, uh, abusements of various kinds in Google, uh, and as we talked so many times about before, I mean, the whole the whole idea. That Google builds on is 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 taking our brands and and monetizing them in some way or another. But I think they they stepped over the limit with this stuff because um, the, that combination of uh, uh, anonymous or, or very easy to fake uh, reviews that doesn't really seem to be moderated, where there doesn't seem to be a a a process for um, getting them removed. Uh, if they're simply not true, uh, you know, who is responsible for what is posted there? Is it Google legally? Do do we need to sue Google every time something that is inflammatory or or just 
plain and simple wrong and a lie. You know, it, it, I mean, even the sites, even the review sites out there that do have processes for how to get things removed or, or do at least have policies about that and, and do have, have all these things sorted out, even those ones are not good enough. <laughs> you know, even, even on those ones, there's tons of, of false things. Um, you know, to me, they're not very trustworthy at all. But that's just, you know, me. The problem is that that a lot of consumers tend to uh, look at what these review sites uh, say, and you know, with the, with the with the dominance that Google have and the way that they can stuff this down people's throat if they really want to, um, I am, you know kind of, of, of concerned about about how this goes. Do you think there's gonna gonna you know be some legal actions in the UK? I I, I think there's gonna be, but I missed maybe like the last four or five minutes of what he was saying there. For some reason <laughs> Skype just dropped out altogether on me. And I, I rang back in and we're back talking again. So I'm like Oh that's good. Oops. That's good. Uh, and I and I yeah. didn't and I didn't I, even notice. <laughs> 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 and you, I'm like, oh my god, get back in. Um, I think there will be some legal ramifications. There has to be. You know what I mean? I think more importantly, I think that Google has to really, really, really kind of like be more. I don't want to use the word transparent, but in the UK, I, I can see business is going to actually fail because of what Google's doing with. Google Local, and some people may say this is really great for like local businesses and stuff like this. But when I search for money keywords and I find businesses that went bust in Ripon a year ago, and you're putting them in number one locations, there is something not right with that. You know what I mean? There's something seriously <laughs> not right with that. And it's like when I search for things like, let me see if I can get one on this. This. But it all comes down to to um, to um, uh, moderation. I, I you know I think that uh, the best sites of that type that has been out there have been heavily uh, manually reviewed and moderated. Um, but even when they are, they're not good enough. Even when they are, it, they're easy to fake. They're easy to to manipulate. I mean. It, 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 we, we have a couple of those uh, that are supposed to be consumer sites in Denmark that review uh, web shops and, and stuff. But it, 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 it's, to me, it, it, it's kind of fakey. No, yeah, it is, there's something about, you know what I mean? How can you have like a, a review that just says they were crap? You know what I mean? It's like, and that adds the overall yeah, score and, and, and that's the first thing that anybody sees it's like come on give me a break please you know what I mean if I I'm just going to do some random stuff I'm going to search for used cars um, let me see what Google actually gives me back used cars I get autotrader.co.uk number one thank god because I wasn't seeing that before and then I'm getting motors.co.uk because it's a local listing then carcraft and auto red, um, web um, then direct vehicle sales and Collingham, Collingham of Ripon. I've never even heard of you guys. Who are you? And then Rog, who are you? You know what I mean? Um, Bachelors Online. I don't even think the Bachelors is actually in Ripon anymore. Um, not at that address anyway. You know what I mean? Well, so I, wonder, it's, it's, I, I, wonder, yeah. I wonder if Google are going to pull the same kind of, you know, what I would call a ransom scam almost, that, that, that I think... I've seen on other on other review sites like you know you know the review site they're not very prominent yet but I, but it's stumbled on them now and then uh, called pissconsumers.com. I mean you don't you don't even have to go there to know exactly what is being posted there, and and this yeah. website is actually putting up subdomains for each and every of the company companies that they're slamming. So so if they don't like your company, they put up a subdomain specifically for your company. So it's going to be uh, bronco.pissedconsumers.com uh, or pissed customers. I forgot the name. Um, anyway, the funny thing is that every comment there is negative. I you know I almost suspect them to make them up themselves. And then they have this ransom pro. No, sorry, they don't call it a ransom program. They call it a reputation management service, where you can pay them I think four thousand five hundred dollars to get access to remove all these negative comments. 
I mean, this is crazy. It's ridiculous. I mean, the thing- and I actually seen this on other review sites that they are now putting up what they call reputation services. That is totally ridiculous. I mean, I want to. That's extortion. Gonna- it's plain. It is. It's simple. It's, it's extortion. That's extortion. You know what I mean? It- it's like and I don't. I mean, I I got a, a, an email um, from a, a company that was basically saying they will do reviews at fifty cents. All I've got to do is say basically how positive or how negative I want the reviews to be. Fifty cents, yeah. Um, and I could send them URLs, and I could. They would tell me if anyone had done a negative review for my URL, but it was a thousand dollars for removal. Okay. To me, it's just, that's just extortion, you know what I mean? It's like, if someone's put in a bad review for in Google, and that's on my Google map now, and it's, like it's going to cost me $1,000 to get rid of that, but it only costs someone 50 cents to put it on there? Come on, play the game. At least only charge me 50 cents to take it back down. <laughs> it's like, that's crazy. Yeah. You know I, mean? they, they, I think Google just opened up for a completely new business model on their website, and... And do you th- do you really think that Google is so stupid that they don't realize this, or are they just yes. too ignorant, or are they just too ignorant to do no. anything? I honestly think that they don't. Uh, it, I, the people the uh, uh, in the engineering departments, the people are in the the UI, I, they just don't realize the people like us are out there. I'm sure of it. I'm, I'm, I think that everybody who works at Google from now on, when you first join Google, you must have to do one month or something like that with the spam team. Let my kids tell you what the real world is like out there. You know what I mean? Because I think, it's not I think that I'm bloody on, pretty. I, 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 hope, I, I wish you were, you were not right, but, but unfortunately, I think you, you, you probably are right. I mean, it kind of reminds me uh, uh, of the old days, like in 2000, when, when I called up Yahoo the first time. We had a search conference here in Copenhagen, and, and, and they didn't know what it was. And I explained it, you know, people go and optimize a website for search engines, and Yahoo said, oh, do they? <laughs> you know, it's, I, I'm having that same kind of feeling with, with some of these types of products that comes out. And, and you know, when you, when, you, when you talk to, exactly as you say, when you talk to these engineers and you explain how evil the world out there is or at least you know how many evil stupid people that are out there that that wants to do anything uh, with any application they they're like oh really <laughs> i i well as you said they should have a, a crash call because the fact is that there's a ton of people uh, uh, inside google and inside all the engines uh, that knows this that knows even much more about all this than 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 than, than you and i probably do but um why don't they? Why don't they pass on that information? Yeah, I mean, here, here's a review. A review of Google Android. I really like this gadget. Its availability was high and had so many features for people that had high mobi- mobility. This gadget was really useful. And uh, Android's a piece of software. It's not a gadget. How the hell can that be a five-star review? For the love of God, it looks like it's auto-generated rubbish. You know what I mean? It's like really, 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 really does annoy me. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, there's a review on Google Street View. Let's have a look. Five people reviewed it. I'll, I'll tell you something about Google Street View. I, mean, I really lost my bag with them and deleted half of my neighborhood by accident. Um, but that was a, awesome and funny. Um, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? It is. It's just that kind of like, it's... I really like to, you know, what I, mean? I don't like, I, I love privacy. I think privacy is a really good thing, but I don't think people should be allowed to hide behind privacy. If you're going to review a product, I think that you should be at least doing two things. A, proving that you're a real person and that you've actually seen that product, used that product, stayed in that hotel, um, driven that car. I think that that's a minimum criteria. You need some kind of proof. You know, I, mean? I can't go on some sort of rant saying how crap um, Vauxhall Astras are if I've never driven a but Vauxhall I mean, even, Astra. Even that's just ludicrous. But they've won. 
it takes a lot of resources to do that. So that model is not very scalable. It takes human resources. It's not just com computers computers you can add onto your system. So it's a not a very scalable model. It's expensive to do. And that's why most companies choose the, the, the cheap, easy, scalable solutions, exactly like, like Google do, uh, just let the community rule. Um, but it just doesn't work for these types of services. Um, so, so, and 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 I, you know, I, I think I'm, we're going to see a lot more like this. And but even if they do, even if they go ahead, there's a couple of service. There's a, at least one service in Denmark uh, that are doing reviews uh, of, of web shops, and they actually put a lot of resources into trying to um, to keep the quality decent or high, and still get this full of stuff that doesn't make any kind of sense in there. Um, and and even though they, they there's options for for people to make reviews that that can prove that they have an invoice from this particular company and blah 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 all these side source of systems, it's still not very good in my opinion. It still sucks, and it's still relatively easy to manipulate. So so, I you know I don't know. Uh, um, I I don't I don't think in the long run these types of of, of third party review sites. Um, would benefit uh, the world a lot. <laughs> no, it's it's. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. There is some half decent review sites out there. Um, you know, I mean, people actually pay experts to review products. Um, you know, I mean, I'm thinking things like uh, AV forums as an example. They have a review set area there that basically reviews that the people send them products. They get reviewed. Um, you know what I mean, and it's like, and they've got experts, and I trust what they say, but when you've got bloody imbeciles, um, either age is kind of like, oh, it's like, it didn't fit me, and therefore I'm going to rant on how bad that company is, was well, maybe you're just fat, or maybe you're just too skinny, um, you know what I mean, but it's no, why go and destroy someone's reputation online, because you your own stupidity and then you've got the situation where you've got companies going out there paying people to actually go and re leave bad reviews and leave good reviews don't don't get me wrong it's like i'm i'm anti people who goes out there and says this is a fantastic hotel this big hotel i i got married and went to this hotel and it was absolutely fantastic and all <laughs> this awesome when you go there it's a right goddamn shithole that upsets me even more um, don't get me yeah. wrong. The, uh, it's just all about bad reviews. It's about lying. You know what I mean? And it's like, and it's kind of like, it's a bit weird because as an SEO, our job is to sort of like promote companies in the best light humanly possible, um, which is kind of like gaming the search engines to actually make sure that our sites come there for relevant keywords. Well, obviously, I'm sure that Google have the someone in Google absolutely screams and shouts when they do search queries and find people that just shouldn't be there there you know what I mean it's um, I guess what goes around comes around um, but the review side of it it's oh, it annoys me so much it really does um, as you can most probably tell anyway we're going to talk a lot more Google in a few minutes but um, first we want to present our sponsors um, so please welcome our sponsors and stay with us for a couple of minutes <laughs> Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> the lower the temperature drops, the closer you are to AFCON 2010 Miami. Book a luxurious suite for AFCON 2010 Miami at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort and Club by logging on to bit.ly slash AFCON Miami. Escape the cold and embark to our winter oasis for affiliate marketers at AFCON 2010 Miami, December 8th through 10th. You can register now by going to AFCON2010.com. That's A-F-F-C-O-M 2010.com. 
Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-server solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Hi, this is Joel Kahn. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. Oh, this is intolerable. Guys, just catch the catch catch them. Just just land your helicopter and use your feet or something. Webcology. I swear there's a helicopter hovering like or just circling around the neighborhood I'm in for no apparent reason. Catch them already, fellas. Catch them. Do something useful. Live broadcast Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Understanding that the like button is actually going to provide a signal. Oh my goodness, why whenever I have something to say, do the police have to fly their helicopter right over my head? It's so unfair. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. I went on to a little rant earlier on, um, <laughs> and now I'm, I'm a little bit calmer, I think. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm just, we were... I'm just, I'm just reading the whole uh, Fast Company thing at the moment, trying to just catch up with what was actually going on. Um, it started yeah, coming it up on that, Facebook. Uh, it, it seemed that uh, Shumani won the, the most influent person online contest, which, as far as I can see, was actually more a contest about who is the best one to activate a big network, uh, mm-hmm. who's the best... Um, you know, marketing for this type of discipline. And, and I mean, Shumani Puginova and again, he's really good at, at, at things like this with scaling networks and, and benefiting from that. So, and yet, and he does have a really large uh, suite of uh, base and, and, and block base and stuff. So, it, it, it's not very surprising to me that he ran away with, with that. But what was it, like 500,000 clicks on his you know, for the project? So, I didn't even know it was a competition. <laughs> mm. I did see I'm, it because uh, I did. Uh, I do get some stuff from Shuna on then, so so he did. He did mention it <laughs> more than once. <laughs> oh, I would have loved to game that. Mm. The thing I was, think, what caught my interest was Shu uh, money, or I guess it was Shu that was putting out. He's gonna be on the cover of the next uh, Fast Company magazine. That was putting out there. His it's just him on the. On the front page. Oh, that's actually. Oh, it's probably worth gaming then, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's why he, <laughs> he put so much more work into it. It does look good with your face on the front page of Fast Company. I would say so. Anyway, they yeah. they actually point out in in the article in case you guys out there haven't read it, but uh, you can go of course to Fast Company and check it out. Uh, it must be a recent article. Um, they do point out there's a really big difference between how many signups, uh, all these clicks um, that the different participants in this uh, in this uh, competition generated, and 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 human is actually doing pretty good. Good, which it, you know they don't don't exactly say it like that, but I I, I see that they 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 um, they somehow judge it by as a as a quality factor. So you know if you send a lot of clicks on your URL to this you know, voting thing, and and none of those sign up to Fast Company. Maybe it's not such a big 
high quality. Maybe you're tricking people into clicking that URL or whatever you do. But in, in, in Schumann's case, actually uh, 3% of the clicks you generated signed up, which they, seems to be okay. Um, there are, of course, you know, some that, that, that did even better. Number 13, Mary Smith, um, a social media consultant. I don't think I know her. But she uh, had 350 sign-ups, which is an 8.5% conversion rate. And then I, Justin, he got 15% of all participants in the project, so a 23% conversion rate, which is totally crazy. I don't know how he... How his user base is that crazy to sign up to pay fast company? Um, so so anyway, um, it seems that that the quality of traffic that that um, Schumann got was not too bad. Uh, so it wasn't just tricking the system. That there must have been some at least a few real users behind it. Yeah. Next time I catch up with him, I'll see what he did. <laughs> but he's got a massive following now. You know what I mean? It's, he uh, does. He does. He's, he's, he's got like 110,000 uh, Twitter followers. He's got uh, a ton of, of, of blog readers and newsletters and stuff. So, I mean, he's reaching out to several hundred thousand uh, people, and, and they reach out, of course, to even more. Uh, and he's always been good at pushing things uh, in, in, in whatever network he's running. Uh, so, I mean, he, he, he did a good job. But I think... As I said to begin with, this this seems to be more a uh, competition about Ooh, I'm losing who you. does that best, yeah. who who does that sort of thing best, and 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 not so much who is actually the most influential or, or popular guy on, on the web. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> let's just cover uh, the the feed keeps coming in out, so I want to cover a couple of little things just in case I lose you all together. Um, oh. Google actually suing someone for a change, and they're not going for the little guy; they're going for the big guy. They've gone for the federal government. Um, and this is a story about um, the basically Google never had a chance to host the Department of Interior's document systems because the DIO required the winning system to be part of the Microsoft Business Productivity Online Suite as an arbitrary and capricious capricious requirement. Um, so basically Google's complained and now suing that they believe that these Microsoft-based requirements would violate the competition in, contra in Contracting Act. So it's like, oh, here we go. Um, I, personally, myself, I like this sort of stuff. I think it's awesome when companies sue governments because it always kind of like the next time the government sues a company, they always look at this and think, hmm, so you were the guys that came to us and thought you were bigger than the government. Okay. <laughs> and you're the guys that are sending all that money in taxes through these three or four different little companies into different countries and, and not having to pay enough taxes in the UK. Yeah, okay. So we'll see how that works out then in the long run. Um, so they're suing uh, the government in, in the UK? No, no, the US government. Okay, okay. Um, but it's like, it's. Uh, I'm sure that the, the US government will um, be very, very happy about this. <laughs> I think the the file three suite um three suites three suits um in total. So it'd be interesting to see uh how it turns out. I don't think it'll turn out very good for Google uh, Google to be honest, you know what I mean? I can't see the fact that having a, a requirement for hosting um your your document has to fit in with the rest of your whole business suite. You know what I mean? It's a bit like me saying, why didn't I get a job at Google? Because I'm, I'm not a programmer and I went for a programming job. Oh, I'm going to sue you because that's just that's not fair. I, I should be able to, to do that. It's like, Google, you can't have all the world's information. I know you, you want to, but I just don't think you're going to be able to. And the fact that Microsoft has got a better document platform than anybody else out there at this moment in time, in my opinion. Um, and it's it's certainly the businessman's user of choice. I mean, I wouldn't use Google. Pro I don't know about you, Mikkel. Would you run your business on Google's products? No. Um, no, yeah, definitely not. No. <laughs> but, I mean, no. it, 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 I and, and, and even if I was... Basically, I, I just think that it's ridiculous that... A, 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 um, any company, whether it's a public company 
or private company, of course, they should be in their rights to make the requirements for an IT project that they that they put on the market. Anything else would be totally stupid. And and if they for some reason have already a business environment set up uh, in 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 a, in a Microsoft uh, platform, of course. The, the, the next piece that they add to this uh, this platform should, of course, be in the same environment. Uh, that would be logical. Everything else would be totally stupid. And they should, of course, be able to make those requirements if that is what the professional people that, that we put in place to take care of this decides. I, I don't really want to, to go either one or the other way. I want the people we put in place to manage that part of our now public uh, business to do that and 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 they need to have the right to to set the requirements that they they think are best for the project yeah it is you know i mean it's 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 i don't know i think that i I don't understand why they're doing it the nine times out of ten it's like they they'll attack something over something that they want like three miles down the road sort of thing so we'll just have to see how it how it plays out i guess um what was the story the American legal system is 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 a strange, it's a strange thing, and and often very difficult. Uh, to me, at least, as a European, to predict what comes out of it, uh, it's very often I find it very surprising, to say the least. But yeah. so yeah, we just have to follow this one and see what what comes out of it. Yeah, and there's another there's another little Google thing now uh, that we can we can we can end all the Google stuff today. Um, yeah. It seems that 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 more and more uh, engineers. Uh, I don't know if it's people in general, but specifically engineers leaving Google. Um, today it was announced that one of the top engineers, a Danish guy actually, um, Lars Rasmussen, he has been working out of Australia, I believe. Um, really, really intelligent guy behind um, Google Maps and he was also behind Waves, um, which probably from a scientific point of view was very, very advanced and very um, interesting and cool. I just did never, it never really worked worked out for me uh, as it didn't work out for so many others. And, and Google, of course, ca- uh, terminated it uh, very recently, as we all know now. Um, apparently, Lars Rasmussen was not very happy with Google's decision. He thought they should have you know, been a little more patient with the product uh, because it takes time to convert people into something totally new. And I mean, he's right about that, but whether Google should have spent even more money than what they did and, and, and more time than what they did, I'm not going to be the judge of that. But I think he's, he's, of course, he's also bringing up some points because Lars Rasmussen is moving to Facebook like a handful of other engineers from Google actually have done before him. Uh, and 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 what he's saying is probably it's kind of the same thing that that Danny Sullivan said in a, in, a, in an article today. Is it? It's just it's just that Google is growing up. Google is not a small startup anymore, uh, or even a big startup anymore. Facebook is a very big startup, but there's a big difference between the two thousand people working at Facebook and the twenty five thousand people or something working in Google. Um, and 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 the 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 the, the it's not just the culture in the company, but also, of course, the potential financial benefits of being part of a younger company like Facebook is much bigger than being part of Google. I mean, Lars uh, Rasmus, as far as I know, came into Google after the Google APO. He did, however, get in through selling um, a company that he started. So I don't know for, for sure, but, but everybody is assuming that Lars Rasmus is actually doing pretty well, which is another issue because if people like Lars Rasmussen and other people that, that, that have really, really contributed in a big way to Google um, already made a ton of money, then even money would probably not make, make them stay. Even if Google offered him like 10 times more than what he's getting, that would probably not be reason enough for a guy like that to stay. What he wants are challenges. He wants something cool and interesting to do. And he wanted to develop wild things. And, you know, that's probably more likely for him to do with Facebook now than it is at Google, and 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 I think that's probably why they 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 are losing interesting profiles and, and engineers like like Lars Um It's an interesting move, and I think a lot of other companies have been through that. Uh, Danny actually put up a, a really good and interesting article about this, talking about the the California uh, syndrome he calls it, uh, going back to the 80s where everybody was like leaving, or not everybody, but a lot of people were leaving. 
California for the for the more quiet states up north, and then of course went to Seattle and things like that. But now Seattle is almost as busy as as the rest of California <laughs> or this the California city. So <laughs> now they're moving back again. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose the one that the other one that's got me as well. It seems we're, we're on Google at the moment. Is them looking at buying the ITA software? Now, if you don't know what the ITA software is, basically. ITA software is people that provide um, like Continental Airways, American Airlines, Air Canada, Air Italia, um, Hotwire, uh, Expedia, uh, United, Virgin Atlantic, Fair Compare, Kayak, Bing, and they're going to buy this software. Um, Now, what gets me is that there's the latest news on ITA software as it goes to Google's press release, the facts about Google's acquisition. And then I just seen a little thing there. See what people are saying. And I've just they've got like all these different reviews of what people are saying. But there doesn't seem to be any negative coverage in all the stuff that they've posted up there. This is a bit weird really. Um it's just a a big a page of like people saying how awesome it would be. Um to me I look at this this is another one for Google to take user data at source and then destroy the competition i can't if google decides that they're gonna they won't sell the tickets i I wouldn't imagine um but they will partner up with the airlines to pass the ticket prices straight over to them uh a la orbits and kayak and people like that media i i just can't imagine how it's going to work out well for those guys um, and if you thought that the attack on the affiliate marketplace has been hard over the last few years, I think the attack on the comparators and the comparison engines over the next couple of months and years, I think that's where we're going to see like the big wars now with Google. Um, but it's, it's going to th- be it's going to be interesting because it's going to be an either or game because um, I think it goes. I, I don't have the exact stats, but I know for sure in Denmark. That that one of the biggest groups of AdWords advertisers are the traveling industry. Yeah, uh, and I think it's pretty much the same globally, right? They're at least in the top ten spenders. So if Google Go breaks into this market, they're they're literally undercutting or, or, or destroying all these businesses, and they're gonna they're gonna have to stop doing AdWords. I mean, who would pay for AdWords in Google if Google are selling the tickets above you? I, mean, I, I, you know, I don't see that playing out. So Google would have to make a ton of money on 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 working as an affiliate for the for the airlines directly or whatever way they're going to use this. Um, you know, in order to make up for all the the the, the money they're going to lose in AdWords revenues. Yeah. Um, if that's what they're no. going to do. Now we don't know I, for sure what they're going to do. So, <laughs> yeah, I think what's um, what's interesting is that this is the first time it's what's the company that is basically fighting back in it. Oh, God! Elizabeth bloody tweeted about it today. Um. um Bloody hell! I could, sometimes I wonder if I'm just like losing the plot altogether. Um, it's it, basically old. it's one. Yeah, it's. Oh, oh God! I'll you want to take a break real quick and think about it? Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe this is maybe break. this is actually a good time to take a break because we do we do do need the sponsors to get a little bit of airtime in between all our talking. So um, while Dave is thinking, um, you can listen to the sponsor. Sponsor announcements here. Uh, we will be back in. <laughs> I'm talking. Anyway, just stay with us for a couple of minutes and we will be back. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching! 
how to run an online business that pays and pays. I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com and I'll give you a kaching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Your advertising message is only as effective as your placement. You advertise with WebmasterRadio.fm. From 30-second commercials to 30-minute monthly programs, our team is comparable to any ad agency when it comes to production, placement, and positioning your message to not only the advertising world, but an even bigger audience of our loyal listeners and podcasters. Contact sales at WebmasterRadio.fm for a consultation today. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to the final part of Strike Point. Um, no more Google bashing, um, apart from the fact that Google TV in the US is new enough blocked on every major network now, apparently. But how well, so be it. Um, <laughs> so there was a little more bashing there. <laughs> <laughs> you maybe just dying a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently um, NBC and Hulu and CBS and ABC, uh, if you try to go to those sites via Google TV, it basically blocks you for various different reasons. Um, Danny's got a great write-up on it. I think it's Danny that wrote it. Yeah, Danny has got a great write-up on Search Engine Land. Um Go check it out. And the one, the thing that I was trying to remember before the break was the um, Elizabeth wrote about it on Search Engine Land as well. And hmm, maybe I'm linking to the wrong place on Search Engine. It's the OTA anyway. That's what it was called. Um, so yeah, basically a couple of things there. Um, definitely check those out it's been an interesting week and it's we've had a newcomer to the search engine industry i do believe blickle or i'm not actually sure how it's pronounced blickle actually that was that was i think there was some years ago we were talking about names in 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 the web 2.0 industry and it actually actually turns out that that all the names that are doing really good in, in, in the Web 2.0 business fair, you can puke the name, like Google, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they should be able to do pretty good. If you can puke the name, it's not too bad. <laughs> anyway, Lego.com. <laughs> yeah, they have been... Will it be... Is it going to be another Wolfram or Cool? Do you reckon? Yes. Well, it's it's well, uh, well. I hope it's not going to be Cool 
because they closed down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it seemed to me a little more like a Wolfram uh, in the sense that I've been playing around with it, spent a little bit of time on it, reading up on a few articles about it, and I still have no clue what to use it for. <laughs> yeah. It's it's I, it, it's definitely not hitting me. I, I have exactly the same feeling that I got with Waves that I had with WAP. <laughs> that, I, that I had a lot of times in the past 15 years that everybody is so hyped about it and I'm like standing there on the side saying, oh, ooh, but uh, <laughs> I'm not actually exactly sure what to use it for. It, I may change my mind. I may work it out. I'm, I'm not saying that it's bad. I, I think it's great that some people you know, spend all the resources and time on trying to rethink search or maybe you know make additions to what we know as search today totally open with that i think it's great i just don't always get it <laughs> yeah yeah it's i mean I, I had a play with it um we had a couple of demo accounts at work as well so they looked at it you know i mean we had a look at that um and then kind of drifted away so it's very much on the lines of like it seems more of a I know maybe it's like a an SEO tool set than a real commercial endeavor, and I think the problem with this SEO industry is that we're tiny. You know what I mean? It's like we're minuscule. Um, yeah. And nine times out of ten, we don't like paying more than so sort of like forty, fifty dollars a month for anything. So. I mean, unless it's client money and then we're happy to spend whatever budget they've got kind of thing, I guess. Um, you know what I mean? But it well, is. I, I, yeah, but what I don't get so much about it is that, that I, I I thought they were, you know, trying to position themselves as being a, a search engine, as being an alternative way the, the slash dotting of the web and and the vertical search, uh, the flexible vertical search. I think some of the thoughts behind it, some of the ideas that have been expressed in press releases and in talks with Schwenker, who's, who's behind it, um, is interesting. And and I mean, a lot of people didn't understand Wikipedia when that when that started out. A lot of other things people didn't understand. And and and. I, I'm just saying maybe I'm one of them and maybe they will, you know, convince me or maybe they will be, be, be a success. But right now it looks like the learning curve is a little too steep. Um, anyway, the studio is now telling us that we're running out of time and there's another, there's another live show lining up right after us. So unfortunately we didn't get too much time to talk about Lego. Um, but I hope we will talk more about it in, in, in the coming months and years to go and see where it takes us. Yeah. Okay, guys. Love you loads. Peace out, and speak to you next week, Michael. Bye, guys. We have another live show there coming up, I think. So, um, have a good week, guys, and uh, see you. Bye.